Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Shadow Boxer by D.A. D'Amico. The oculi stood beside the tall Nazi soldier like a bleached marble statue. Its milky eyes never blinked. Its gaze never wavered beyond the lapel of Schmeling's threadbare woolen coat. Do you realize who this is? Amanda stepped close to the soldier, her young face just inches from the man's square jaw. Behind her, the immense silver bulk of the airship quivered in the sunlight as if afraid. This is the great Mouse Schmeling, the champion shadowboxer. Schmeling pulled his coat closer, ignoring the buffeting winds and growing dusk chill. Thirty-five years a boxer, and he'd never grown accustomed to the fame. Even after he'd retired, after the ink had faded and his grip on the shadows had become more miss than hit, fans still clamored to see him work. He'd hoped his daughter would have followed in his footsteps, but Amanda had no passion for the art. Her youth was her disability. She took to the ink well enough, but could never find a spark to ignite the fire within her. That is not my concern, Fräulein. The soldier's lazy gaze made him appear bored. My orders are clear. If the seer rejects you, you are not to board. The oculi sniffed the air. Its once human features trembled, waxy skin sagging beneath an awkwardly draped black uniform as it settled back beside its master. My father was hired to perform. Are you going to explain to the management of the Deutsches Zeppelin Rädeli why their star missed his flight? Amanda had transferred her anger from the bored soldier to the immobile oculi, her arms flailing as she spoke. She might as well have been yelling at the airship. Schmeling snatched her hands from the air before she could get physical. She was so much like her mother, so impetuous, so careless in the face of danger. She didn't realize what these men were capable of. She couldn't understand how much they'd already lost. But, Father, they need to know who you are. Schmeling glanced at the oculi. The seer's cavernous mouth drooped, exposing a thick black tongue. It sensed Schmeling's anxiety. I'm sure they already do. He hadn't expected the Nazis to be watching the airfields. He thought they were too preoccupied in the slums, too busy consolidating power to concern themselves with luxury excursions. It was the reason he'd chosen the Eisenberg in the first place. It seemed his best chance of fleeing the country, his best hope of removing his daughter from the ticking time bomb Germany had become before she too was taken from him. He turned, placing a hand on Amanda's shoulder. We'll have to find another way. She tensed. The silver brooch at her throat slipped, opening her silk blouse and revealing a tiny boxer. The tattoo flexed against her collar, seeming to dance when she swallowed. What is the delay, Sergeant? Herr the sergeant jerked upright, suddenly alert. The SS major stood on the gangplank, his long black coat billowing in the frigid breezes. He stared at Schmeling behind small round glasses, his tiny dark eyes reflecting the setting sun. The delay? The sergeant stepped closer to Schmeling. This man, the seer rejects him. 
but this young lady insists he's some kind of performer. Not just a performer. This is Mao Schmeling, the famous shadow boxer. Amanda turned toward the major, her hands clutched as if praying. The major shifted his gaze to the oculi. The creature stiffened. Its milky eyes sought Schmeling, and it trembled. Show me. Sir? Schmeling squinted as a stray beam of dying sunlight broke through the shifting clouds. He hugged himself, suddenly cold. The shadows no longer obeyed the way they used to. He had difficulty controlling them through the pain, and wasn't sure he could manage it at all here on the edge of the Berlin Hotel's roof. Box for me. The SS Major spoke softly, but his words felt like iron. Now. Amanda helped him remove his coat. Her hands trembled as she adjusted his collar and fixed the part in his thinning hair, fingers hot as she touched his cheek. Take it slow. Concentrate. Let the pain win, but don't go too far. Come back to me. He'd used those words on the occasions he'd tried to train her in the art, but she'd lacked the craving to pull the threads together. Without a driving passion, the shadows would never do her bidding. Perhaps that is my problem. What, father? Amanda's eyes were large, concern coloring her pale cheeks. She looked so much like her mother. Sorry, Mana Leba. I was thinking out loud. He glanced away. His wife had been killed a year earlier in the riots when the Nazis had started burning books in the streets. Schmeling's passion for life had faded that day, leaving him with little joy and a profound sense of emptiness. Herr Schmeling? The Major's ominous tone seemed to vibrate through Schmeling's worn shoes as he undid the top buttons of his shirt. The cold bit into his disfigured chest. Icy fingers caressed the raised lines of scar tissue covering stylized tattoos, grasping at the tender flesh beneath. The soldier drew his pistol, aiming it casually in Schmeling's direction. Is that necessary? Amanda glanced at the Major, her voice trembling. We shall see, he nodded. Please, continue. Schmeling fumbled the ornate golden spike. Its filigreed shaft threw runic shadows in the dying sunlight, bright spear points that played across the waiting dirigible. Take it slow. Amanda glanced away, panting as she tried to match her breathing to his. Schmeling chose the crouching boxer tattoo on his left shoulder, not by preference, but because it was one of the few not entirely covered by scar tissue. The nail sunk deep, thirsty for blood. Schmeling gasped. He bit his tongue to stifle the unprofessional outburst. The sky seemed to darken. Violet threads wavered against the hard angles of the gangplank in nearby rooftops, shimmering like heat. Agony shredded his flesh, pouring in black ribbons onto the pebbled rooftop. He reached out with his thoughts, encountering resistance. The threads fought like eels against his control, but control is what he'd trained for, what he'd spent decades perfecting. He pulled them together. I can't hold it, he grunted, his voice a croak as he whispered. A gray smudge formed, flickering as the roof vanished. Everything vanished. He'd gone too far. Panic pulled the shadow from his grasp. He staggered, losing hold, and the threads unraveled. The shade evaporated. The sun reappeared. Amanda rushed over, holding him as she draped his coat over his sagging shoulders. I am not impressed. The major placed his hand behind his back and glanced at the sergeant. Take them. The soldier nodded, a bland expression on his wide face. The gun jerked. Please, we need to be on that ship. Let me try again. Schmeling stumbled forward. The gun went off. Amanda screamed. 
Schmeling staggered back. He dropped to his knees, holding his right side. Blood stained his fingers where the bullet had grazed him. The air crackled. The stench of ozone overpowered the taste of blood. The thin ribbons of shadow unraveled at the corners of his vision. Retamich! The sergeant collapsed, folding like a doll. The oculi howled, its doughy face darkening as shadows pummeled it into mush before it fell from its perch. The major turned. Shadows grew from the guy wires around him, threads mingling into the appearance of a prize fighter, into the image of a young Schmeling. It fainted, bobbing, as it spun to place a right hook squarely on the major's chin, sending the man clattering over the gangway and a dozen stories down to the street below. Schmeling watched, his thoughts in turmoil, flashes of shadows darting through his mind as they receded into the ether. The power surged around him. It felt stronger than he'd ever experienced, but he'd done none of it. How? He glanced back at his daughter. Amanda crouched beside the gangway, a dribble of blood trickling from the silver brooch embedded in the tattoo at her collar. Her chest heaved, and her gaze flitted in frantic ticks across the rooftop, unable to settle on any one object. I did it to protect you, father, she gasped, struggling to free herself from the spell. She looked ghostly pale, and Schmeling cried as he realized the danger she'd placed herself in. I know, I know, mein Leber. We're safe now. He tenderly plucked the pin from her throat, holding a shaking finger over her wound as he leaned in and kissed the top of her forehead. Come back to me. Her eyes were black pools, pupils lost in shadow. Energy dripped from her body like sweat. She blinked, skin pale as snow, her breathing ragged as if she were chewing the air. He inhaled, embracing the pain and the loss letting it overpower him as he dove into the growing shadows. Amanda was all he had left, his reason for living. He couldn't lose her, not now, not like this. They would live or die together. The shadows rose, lumbering giants in the pose of boxers, but Schmeling had found the passion he needed to fight back. This has been The Shadow Boxer, written by D.A. D'Amico and originally published in Nine Tales Told in the Dark, number 13. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.